Hi, everyone. This is Jackie Pillisoff. You're listening to the Divorced Girl Smiling Podcast, where we talk about dating, relationships, divorce, marriage, um, and a bunch of other different things. Today, I am here with my guest, Rachel Rosenberg. Hi, Rachel. Hi. <laughs> okay, so Rachel is this, the, I'm going to call this podcast Eating, Nutrition, and Divorce. And let me tell you where I'm going with that. Rachel Rosenberg is a representative and a senior vice president with Arbonne. Now, let me tell you what that means. Rachel, to me, for the past few years, has been sort of a health consultant because the products that she sells are um, good for moods and emotions and making you feel good by putting good, nutritious things in your body. So when you're going through a divorce, you are likely to obviously feel stressed. It's going to compromise your immune system. It's going to start to take a toll on your body physically. So why I love Rachel is because, well, not just, I love you for many reasons, <laughs> but the reason I love what she does and is because she knows a lot about what to put in your body that's going to make you feel good. So you can put things in your body that will make you feel bad, like, you know, a pan of brownies or something, or you can put something in your body that actually food and herbs and supplements can actually make you feel better. So when you're going through a divorce, it's normal to feel, uh, you know, an overabundance of stress that you wouldn't normally otherwise feel and maybe some depression, some confusion, some fear. And I believe that what you put in your body could help you deal with some of these emotions that you're feeling. So Rachel has been what I call a health consultant for a few years because I've bought some of the products and I think they're amazing. So what I wanted to talk to Rachel about today is basically a few of the products and how they can help you. I also want to make a note here that Rachel is divorced, so she gets what you're going through. Um, and she's out, you know, in the dating world also, so she gets that too. So with that, I am going to ask you, Rachel, when you see divorced women, people going through divorce, or even personally, tell me like what you think they're feeling. I, I mean, I can only speak from what I have felt because I never felt like I had a lot of friends who were in that place and people would always say to me, oh, you're married? Like that was more the, you know, that was more the the uniqueness wow. what, to be married. You mean pe most people you knew were divorced? Most people, not in my personal life, but in my business life. And they were seemed to always surprised that I was married. And the one, my biggest lesson that I always feel like maybe hopefully somebody could could benefit from is secure your own oxygen mask. I think it's so common for people going through a divorce, male or female, to feel like I got to find somebody else and I, I, you know, and I need to, you know, have a new dad or a new mom or fill the void or have someone take care of me. And I think that the best advice I could ever give, which I gave to my divorce friends when I was married and going through it even more, is, you know, you don't get on an airplane. They don't say, like, put the oxygen mask on your kids or your, uh, your husband. For sure, you're not your ex. <laughs> <laughs> 
but your husband or your like secure your own oxygen mask first and this was probably the biggest lesson and biggest epiphany for me going through the divorce was if you don't fill your own tank because so many of us at least as women I know feel guilty about doing things for ourselves if you don't fill your own ox and and have your own oxygen mask on first, there's no way you're going to be good to your children or anyone else around you. All right. So what you're saying is take care of yourself. And that probably starts physically. So, I mean, that's one aspect of it. You have to take care of yourself physically. I know that the year I got divorced, probably six months into the divorce, I got the worst flu of my entire life. I have never been sick like that and have never been sick like that since. I will never forget that feeling. I almost thought I was going to die. And I believe that all of the stress of the divorce took a toll on my immune system and caused this horrible flu. And so tell me what it means to take care of yourself physically when you say that. I think, and the thing that I think is the biggest misconception for people that aren't already doing this is that the physical and the mental are are really one. Because believe it or not, the food can actually, food can actually cause depression and, and cause inflammation and literally change neurotransmitters in your brain. Mm-hmm. So, you know... A brownie or a bag of potato chips or a hot fudge sundae or a donut is like, you know, kind of like a given, like that's not good for you or a pint of Haagen-Dazs and we all, you know, it's all about balance. But the, I think the biggest misconception, because I've met people that were so fit and so, you know, athletic and looked healthy, but... What you're putting garbage in, garbage out. And I think the two biggest things that I'm so adamant about and so proud of is that the products that I live with and represent, it's not a coincidence because I have a lot of food sensitivities and in my research and grow and with my children, gluten and dairy are like evil. Mm-hmm. And, and what kinds of things do they do? Dairy actually produces an acidic environment in the gut and pulls calcium from the bones to neutralize it. The countries with the highest consumption of calcium and milk and dairy products have the highest incidence of breast cancer and osteoporosis. Um, Gluten, for sure, they've changed the, the DNA of the wheat. So it's not a coincidence that all of a sudden people have all these food allergies. Right. The body's not recognizing the food. They've ingrained the pesticides and other things in the actual DNA of the food. And I know that multiple times teachers and doctors have told me that my kids... You know, one of three have been ADD or this or that and or um, what's it called with your uh, irritable bowel, lactose Mm -hmm. intolerant, gluten. There is so much research. Some of you may have read the book or heard about brain, grain, brain. Um, It blocks excuse me, the neurotransmitters in the brain, ADD, ADHD. Okay, so it's almost like some things are like putting poison into your body. Really? Mentally and physically. Mm -hmm. And especially when you're already, 
as we all know, when you're going through a divorce, whether it's mutual or it's no matter what the circumstances are, it's stressful. Right. And there's let's talk about what the stressors are. Stress of the unknown, stress of being alone, stress of raising the kids yourself, stress of the costs, the finances, um, stress that you're going to be alone forever. Everything. Maybe the relationship between, you know, maybe it's not uh, a friendly divorce. Right. The stress of having to see your ex and the tension. And then the ex gets a girlfriend two weeks after the separation. And there's all these things that stress you out that you don't realize are taking a huge toll on your body. So what we are here to talk about today is how you can counteract this one way. We're not saying that these products are the cure-all for divorce, but they're going to help you to feel better and manage the stress in a better way. Does, is that a good way of putting it? Yeah, I think definitely you, you, you want to be your, <clears throat> I feel like, your biggest defense to the stress and to the situation is self-love. And my favorite quote that is not just secure your own oxygen mask, but if you're searching for that one person that will change your life, take a look in the mirror. Like, you're not going to stop looking for somebody else to fix things because in six months or six years, you're going to be in the same situation. Well, my dad used to say, if you want something done, do it yourself. <laughs> if it's to be, it's up to me. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm with him. Mm-hmm. So I definitely, I live and breathe these products not because I sell them, because they've helped me through the craziest times. And like Jackie said, it's there's not a magic pill. You got to feel the pain. You got to go through the growth, right? Right. But in addition to that, I do believe that if you're going to make some healthy choices that are going to affect you physically and mentally, that can only benefit you going through a stressful time. Right. Okay, so let's talk specifically. Now, should we just sort of go down the list? I can tell you the products I'm using that I really love, or you can just tell me and then I'll say, oh, I'm using that. Okay, Okay. my number one, and anyone that knows me, is I freaking live for the fizzies. They're green tea, B vitamins, and rhodiola. B vitamins is energy, and green tea is very high antioxidant. Rhodiola is an is a natural mood enhancer that helps the body adapt to stress. And you can drink, they say, up to three a day. Sometimes, I'm not going to lie, I do six. <laughs> okay, so, so what Rachel is saying is that these fizzy sticks are sort of an alternative if you're coming home and you want to have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee, have this instead. You can drink or, it hot, you can drink it cold, you can drink it room temperature. But also, appetite suppressant, it suppresses cravings for sugar and carbs, mm-hmm. which sometimes, you know, we don't want to go there if we don't have to, because then we're going to look and be like more... And what I want to stress is every time I talk to you, Rachel, I feel like I'm always like, oh, I really want to lose weight. But to me, the more I'm realizing, it's not about losing weight. It's about how you feel. And if you do these things and you feel good, the weight just comes off. You just lose weight without even really trying. So we're not here to say to my listeners, you need to lose weight. We're here to say, we want you to feel really good. And here's a few ways you can do that. Yes. And that's what... I love about the products and the program and how I work with people is 
Don't focus on diet or weight or body image, which is so hard for us as women. But if you focus on being healthy and you do what you need to do to be healthy, everything else is going to take care of itself and you're going to feel amazing no matter what the scale says. Okay? So right. that is okay. so not the focus. What's another product? And wait, just for the people on the call that are not into health and wellness, the <clears throat> fizzies are also good with vodka. <laughs> um, my other favorite that I think is is something that's not necessarily for everyone, but I have some clients that it has made such a big difference, is omega-3s are very, very big with anti as an antidepressant. And 90% of the omega-3s on the market come from fish. And I don't care if you're paying $200 for a jar of capsules or $20, the fish is contaminated and we have a vegan all the products are vegan gluten-free dairy-free non-gmo we have a vegan omega-3 capsule and I what is wait how do you get omega-3 though if it's not from a fish if it's fish oil it's it oh there's vegetables that it comes from and flaxseed, and there's so many other resources for DHA. <clears throat> I see. And so, I mean, even I have a lot of clients after they give birth, you know, and are, are going or on antidepressants. It's brain food, mm -hmm. and it also helps with depression. See, you know what bothers me so much? People go to the doctor, and it's very common for women over 40 to get depressed and feel sad and weepy and emotional and out of control and have all this anxiety. And right away, these doctors prescribe an antidepressant. I truly believe, and I've been on a lot of these natural holistic antidepressants for a long time and they work well i will tell you most recently i in february of this year i had a snowboard accident and had a traumatic brain injury and the doctors <laughs> the neurologists at the top hospitals were recommending antidepressants and sleep medication and anxiety medication and because I know what I know and because of my fear of getting addicted and so many other things, I can tell you that holistically, I have been able to make more of a recovery doing these things that we're talking about in a month that they're telling me to kind of, you know, do these other medical, you know, medicine and that may, it may or may not make a difference in the next two years. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, if you're not there yet, I would just ask to like be, what have you got to lose? Right. To look at an alternative, a healthy alternative. Okay, how can somebody get a hold of you? Um, they can go on my website, which is rachelrosenberg.arbonne.com. And Arbonne is A-R-B-O-N-N-E. And Facebook, Rachel Rosenberg. They can also call me, 312-217-1077. Okay, so give me one more product. 
that you um, love? Well, I do believe the inside and the outside, and that's what I love about this line. So we want to take care of ourselves on the inside, but I also think that it's important about how we feel on the outside. And I'm obsessed with the RE9, which is an anti-aging skincare system. And when I was introduced to it, I've always been about what I put in my body and what I eat. I never was a product girl. Um, I never used any skincare or anything. But um, I'm grateful 10 years later that I started when I did because it's made a huge difference. And the one thing that I never paid attention to, which can also affect hormones, which affects moods, is what you put on your skin goes into your bloodstream and if you're using unhealthy products, it can affect you physically and mentally. I agree with that. So it's very important. <clears throat> and, um, you know, I'm happy to share product information, anything with anyone that is, you know, open. Well, I love it. I mean, I love the Arbonne stuff. I feel like we're on one of those infomercials <laughs> that you see. <laughs> But I really sincerely mean that. I would not have have had Rachel on this podcast if I didn't believe in Arbonne products and use them myself. It's been like 10 years. I mean, we've known each other for... At least eight years. Yeah, a long time. Yes. And I think you've said you've been doing this for over 10. Over 10. So that's a very good amount of time to know the long-term benefits to it. Well, and and I started out as a a customer. You know, I was a VP of a finance Mm -hmm. company in corporate America. And, you know, I I live it and I love it. And I'm very proud to say that my 11-year-old, my 15-year-old, and my 17-year-old, they don't take the products because I tell them to or make them. This is this has been um, an evolution, and they do it by choice now because they see the difference. Mm-hmm. Great. All right, so we're gonna move on a little bit, but I'm keeping Rachel on the call because she is divorced, and I think might be able to give good uh, advice. So what I do every podcast is I will read two letters from readers. And then Rachel and I will kind of give our advice like we're talking to them. Okay? I love that. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, and, and just really quick before we do that, I want to mention one of my advertisers who I think is amazing. If you're listening to this and you're newly separated or divorced or maybe been divorced for a while and you're thinking about what do I do with my ring, um, MJ Gable he, they are one of my advertisers on Divorce Girl Smiling, and they've been an advertiser for several years. And I personally gave them my engagement ring and got so much unexpected. They were a pleasure to work with. They're very honest and upfront people. And they are also... Um, got me a price that I, my jaw was on the ground. So I'm really impressed with MJ Gable. If you're looking for someone, uh, they're your go-to for that. Okay, let's move on to the letters. So I'm going to just read this letter. It's from, well, I'll just read it. I've been dating a guy for almost a year who finally had to move on when his wife had someone new in her life. They separated almost three years ago, and their divorce was finalized earlier this year. I didn't meet him until all of this was done, and he felt like he was over her. 
Now that she sees him getting on with his life seriously, she has broken up with her boyfriend and approached him to get back together. They have four kids. He feels confused. I feel scared. <laughs> so so this is what I can't believe about this letter. I can believe it, but I can't. I feel like these women, not these women, like every woman does it, but a lot of women, they want a divorce. They're very unhappy. They then realize that maybe their life isn't going so great. The husband ends up dating someone, and now all of a sudden, the person wants their ex back. And I just don't understand why these women, and maybe men do it too, get so territorial when they were the ones who wanted the divorce in the first place. So I think what I'm saying is I'm, I'm kind of mad at the ex-wife. And this poor woman who's like in love with this guy now feels threatened and like she might lose this guy because of the ex-wife and that's that's really kind of infuriating to me and I feel for this woman because I bet they have a really good relationship um so my advice to this woman would really be to be supportive of this guy's decision whatever he decides to do I think if he decided to get back with his wife I really don't see it working um, but you never know. I mean, I'm, I don't have a crystal ball, but I think she needs to give him a little bit of space and kind of, um, keep her eyes open for other men, not like run out and date. I mean, she probably doesn't want to do that, but maybe just keep an open mind, give him the space he needs. And I really believe that he will make the right choice if she just gives him the space and understands how he might want to consider the reconciliation. So that's my advice for that one. Um, okay, I'm going to go on to the second one. <clears throat> okay. Rachel kept quiet on that one. <laughs> I'm not really sure why I'm going to ask her after the podcast. Okay, here's the second one. I'm in the midst of going through an ugly divorce. I have two toddlers. It's been very difficult for them. My husband had an affair and just learned that his girlfriend is now pregnant with his child. So it has been such a painful time, and I'm at the point where I feel like I can't breathe. I've done all the things I'm supposed to do. I'm very involved with my church. I put my boys in Bible study. I have open communication with them, and I've been taking time for myself. I also went back to work after being a stay-at-home mom, the boys and I are seeing a family counselor, but even with all that, it just seems like nothing is getting easier or better. I'm still heartbroken, let alone having to see this woman um, at exchanges as if they get some kind of sick high of rubbing the affair in my face. My husband has made the divorce very difficult and has dragged it on, and he is making my life very hard. When does the pain stop, and when will it all be okay? How heartbreaking is that? It's so horrible, and this is where it's really... Uh, my best advice is this is where you turn it within yourself, and it's about self-love. 
and you start loving yourself. And because when you realize who, what you deserve and how hard this may be, and you focus on you and getting yourself and being the example Mm-hmm. Being the example. Well, for it your sounds children. like she is. I mean, she's doing everything she can. I totally get this woman because I was, I know that feeling of you're doing all the right things, you're doing everything you're supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. you're turning to faith, you're working out, you're focusing on your kids, and still you have to see your ex husband and you are looking at him thinking he is so happy right now and everything's great and he has a new baby on the way. This poor woman, I just mm-hmm. want to hug her. And I'm really pissed at her ex-husband and the girlfriend. But what I will say is this is not the end of the story. So what I want this woman to think about is this is the situation now. Now, in three years from now, I can almost predict The guy will be looking in the mirror going, what the heck did I just do? Mm -hmm. I now have a toddler. I married a woman I barely know. Mm -hmm. I've neglected my two own toddlers. Uh, What I did to my wife was horrible, but he will never admit it to the wife. Mm -hmm. He will never admit it. He will just... When when she says when she said in her email he's made the divorce very difficult. People do that because they hate themselves, so they're projecting the anger totally. onto the wife who didn't even do anything. I mean, I wasn't there, so I'm not going to say I know exactly what happened in the marriage. She might not have been the perfect wife, but he left her. So why is he making her life so difficult and making things so hard for her? Because deep down inside, he knows he's a shit. Mm-hmm. Do you I, agree with that? I totally agree. And I'm looking for this amazing quote that I just read that I think is so <clears throat> applicable here. And it says, remember, despite how open, peaceful, and loving you attempt to be, people can only meet you as deeply as they've met themselves. Wow. That's exactly so what I was saying. Yeah. And I just think that this guy is just so, you know, Rachel, when you're in a new relationship, everything's perfect for at least the first year, maybe two. I would say three. My my, my trainer, if I can interject. Okay. My personal trainer once taught me, and I, in four years, every time it comes true, the first three months is the representative, okay? You're on your best behavior. Right. You're brushing your teeth in the middle of the night. You're not right. going to the bathroom. Right. Six months, you're maybe now the door's open when you go to the bathroom. No, I would say three years for uh, that. Okay, uh, well, well we're not, I'm, I move quickly. So <laughs> after six months, he always said, if you can make it to nine, you have a really good chance. And I will tell you, in four years, this is the first time right now that I've made it beyond six months. Okay, so the point is, is that this guy already got his affair pregnant, probably going to marry her. And, you know, he's going to look in the mirror a year from now and go, oh my gosh, 
Yeah. yeah totally like- but I want to tell this woman, he will never admit to you that he did anything wrong. It will always be your fault because he will just be miserable. So I want to tell this woman the best news is that she is going to be great. It's just going to take her some time. And you have to just let time go by. Keep doing the right things. I promise they'll pay off. Nobody ever regretted going to the gym and having faith and being a good mother. Right. So everything's going to work out. It's just patience. you got to have a lot of patience. And then she's going to meet some great guy, but it's going to be down the road and she'll have a great life. I'm much more worried about the husband than I am her. Well, and I also always believe, and, and even if it's <clears throat> BS, I feel like you need to tell yourself that rejection is God's protection. And for whatever reason that the road went down this road, it will be a blessing. There will the way that I get through all this kind of stuff, no matter how bad it gets, anything and everything in 53 years is there's always a blessing or a lesson. And it may be hindsight, but if you spend your time, instead of feeling like, what did I do or why do I deserve, and stop being the victim and turn it around and say, what is the blessing in this? What is the lesson? And you can find that even if it's in 10 years. Right. You're right. You will not regret There are this. things that are coming back to me from my divorce 10 years ago where I wanted revenge on people and I'm seeing it now. Like mm-hmm. I just found out about somebody who really wronged me and I'm like, wow, oh, she's getting divorced again. Hmm. You know, and that took 10 years to come around. I say karma's only a bitch if you are. <laughs> Sorry, can it. I say that on the radio? I love it. <laughs> but it's true. <laughs> All right, so I think that's going to wrap it up. You have been listening to the Divorce Girl Smiling Podcast. I hope you got something out of it. Thank you for listening. And uh, do we want to leave with any good thoughts? Yeah, I mean, thank you so much, Jackie. And just like, you know, it's it's... It's up to you, you know, it's, it's up to ourselves. It really is. Have a great day. Thanks for listening.